everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the I'll Be Back podcast. Uh, this week, I'm recording solo for, I checked out it, it's the first time in about 20 episodes. Um, kind of actually forgot how I used to do that, uh, and I'm just basically recording on Zoom, uh, staring at myself. I used to do it on my phone, but had some phone issues all week, so just didn't want to risk it. Um I'm probably going to make this a quick episode because uh, that was just such an ugly game and I don't even know where to begin. I debated not even doing an episode because Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I just opened a Yingling. It's kind of old. Found it in the back of the fridge in the basement. Eh, it'll do for this episode, though. Um, yeah, I don't even know where to start. The... Everything that could go wrong went wrong. I don't think even does it justice. Um, just, you know, game was supposed to be Thursday, gets rescheduled to Saturday, and half the people didn't even know how to watch it Saturday. Big Ten Network was screwy, depending on where you were, whether it had Verizon, Comcast, and where you were on the actual channel, or some people were posting links. It was like 8.30 or 7.30 or something um, channel. Uh, people were texting me still at like 12.15 asking how do you watch the game. And I actually was at a bar in Conshohocken called Franzones at 11.50, told him to put on the Big Ten Network. 12.02 came and I saw Nebraska on the screen. Uh, quickly got out of there to go to a buddy's house basically a mile away. And he had Temple Rutgers on the Big Ten Network. So nothing really made sense. Uh the game itself, you know, wasn't much better than trying to watch the game. Uh, Mathis, I had high hopes for. I think I told uh, DiCarlo two weeks ago, you know, I could convince myself that they would win uh, going into the game by, you know, by kickoff. And I did thought maybe, you know, Mathis looks a little sharp. Defense comes out playing. And yeah, I was wrong. It happens. And uh Wrong is an understatement. <laughs> Everything that could go wrong for special teams definitely went wrong, which I know it's been talked about in the carry area, uh, Rod Carey era, that special teams has been very, very poor. And it's maybe a coincidence that Ed Foley has gone. And since then it's gone so downhill. Um, but the defense, actually at one point, defense was holding okay, given all the, you know, first quarter, blunders i guess you know fumble a kick return had a safety to start the game basically which was just you know mathis's start to his temple career was a safety basically um so the defense had some tough field positions to deal with and it just eventually got to him i mean it's hard to say the defense played well when they gave up 60 you know Rutgers scored 61 uh, points i shouldn't say the defense necessarily gave up that many but some were on not their fault but still it it just eventually they they had to cave and that is what happened and led to the extreme blowout. Um, but there was a, at one point in the first quarter, it was like the uh, Rutgers had like 80 yards and already almost 20 points or whatever it was. Um, uh, I will admit, you know, when it was 26, 14, I, I got my hopes up. It's like, uh Oh, defense is getting settled in now. Offense had, you know, two couple straight drives of, getting points and uh can we I didn't think we'd be winning eventually but you know if you go if the offense had one more drive maybe got a field goal maybe as I said 10 you know 9 10 point game at halftime 
and then second half go from there and it's kind of a new ball game so it was 26 14 they they kept me in and then uh you know flipped on the Penn State game which you know not that I was rooting for him but it was a good game and they played well Arnold Abiketti played out of his mind which I texted multiple Penn State fans who are friends and said your best player should be on Temple's team but things happen um and then you know by the time uh flipped back to the Temple game 45 seconds later and it just seemed like the next thing that could go wrong for us went wrong uh it was brutal. It was just, yeah, that 26, 14, uh, high hopes did not last very long. Uh, you know, looking at the stats even, and I haven't even gotten to Mathis coming out for an injury, which I definitely thought I saw him hobbling. I want to say as early as in the you know second quarter, it looked, you know, one play, it looked like he was going to the sidelines and then definitely in the third quarter of the drive before he came out, uh, he was, I think there was a couple plays where you could see it whether it was a lower leg injury, I think they're saying an ankle. Um, Carrie said he's listed as week to week. So my guess, um, as of now, I haven't seen any official injury reports, but my guess is he's, you know, out for this week or, you know, if this was NFL, they'd put him as doubtful and, you know, maybe in two weeks I'll update to questionable and then get pushed as probable, probable in three weeks. Um, uh, Justin Lynch comes in, uh, throws a, pick pretty much you know freshman uh probably has a little bit of the jitters and I don't think Justin Lynch will ever be a bad quarterback I'm high high hopes on him he got thrown into a crap situation uh on Saturday so not really faulting him at all for anything just is what it is and uh, I know DiCarlo and some of the guys on house scoop have talked about how good the secondary for Rutgers is so an 18 year old coming in and play playing against a couple possible NFL you know corners isn't the ideal situation. Um, uh, I, I thought it was weird. They put Mariano Valenti in for a play or two before Lynch. And I didn't understand that. And I'm, you know, Carrie has had a lot of issues. Uh, I don't want to say that affected Lynch, but I, I don't know if it helped his confidence either. Uh, so maybe if you just throw him in right away, but that's nitpicking. I'm not saying that's why they lost either. Um, there was too many, too many things that added to the the reasoning uh so mathis ends up eight for 25 148 yards he did in the third quarter i think it was a couple you know big big plays or yeah between the second and third quarter um so at one point he was like two for 11 with like eight yards so the next couple passes um obviously did him a little more uh, justice showing off his ability and arm um and then Edward Sadie, 12 carries, 57 yards. And I think that was kind of a question mark going into it, who would be the leading rusher. Um, and I can, I can live with that. It's just, you know, if they, the offense isn't getting going, passing or running, you know, it's going to be hard all season to get a running back going if the nothing on the offense is going well. The O-line, I thought, underperformed. I feel like that was something that a lot of people said was going to be a strength. Didn't look like it. Um on Saturday, Ifan Maje getting a recovered fumble did not help either. Um, like I said, you know, just tough. 61 to 14. Uh, not that any loss is a good loss, but 35 to 17 would have looked more reputable. And, you know, half the country now looks at that and says, uh oh, back to old Temple ways. I've had people asking me it all week. I have a couple of coworkers who 
our Temple alum. And, you know, this time a week ago, all we're looking forward to the season being back and basically uh, told them, yeah, no, just don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so uh, I, I almost consider not even doing an episode this week to uh, figure you guys didn't need a recap on one of our worst games. in I think they said since 2005 are one of our worst losses since then. To show you how long it's been since we have been that bad in a game, uh, which I, you know, if you're going to take any positive um, out of this, uh, but yeah, uh, these, yeah, I mean, Rutgers only ended up with 370 yards, I think, if I'm doing my math correctly there. Hold on, 365 um, to our 261. So, I mean, in a modern day college football game, giving up 365 yards. Doesn't sound terrible. It's not ideal, but you don't expect to give up 61 points in that scenario. So again, not saying the defense was perfect. I'm not saying they were even good, but um, yeah, I'm not putting all the blame on them. But they, it just adds up. If your offense makes that many mistakes, the defense, you know, even those great tentpole defenses with Matikevich and all those guys, they they still would have struggled on a game like Saturday. So. I think that's all I really want to talk about for the game. Hopefully, you know, Mathis's injury isn't too severe. Um, and, you know, the offense, the wide receivers, the running backs unit, and especially the O-line get it together. Uh, Carry, I, I know going into the season, people were trying to not put him on the hot seat, knowing last year's COVID situation was what it was. Uh, if they, I mean, let's just say that, hot seat is there's definitely a little a little bit of a spark there we'll say that after 61 to 14 loss but I know some people have already been looking out at the buyout for it and he we pay him too much money to get rid of him at least after this year so Wingard's got his uh, work cut out for him and maybe you know maybe Carrie turns it around this week they do have Akron uh, I was trying to find a way to stay positive on this episode so I, I'm gonna look a look ahead to this Saturday they got Akron uh, 3.30, I believe it's on ESPN Plus, if I'm correct. And they also lost to uh, a team 60, gave up 60 points. They lost 60 to 10 to Auburn. Um, yep, this uh, Saturday game, I believe, is on ESPN Plus. Yep, 3.30 kickoff. Their team is possibly worse than us. Who knows? We will find out. Uh, I was looking at their roster. They, you know, same thing, had all the offensive woes that we had so it's really hard to judge them I guess losing to an SEC school is a little more um you know as a Mac school that looks a little different uh their one quarterback DJ Irons was actually 13 for 13 129 yards and a touchdown so he I guess he came in and did some mop-up duty or uh something because Cato Nelson was their other quarterback who was nine for 14 um so I wonder out of those two who will get the start, um, I guess is Irons, the guy who was 100% completion percentage. Um, running backs, uh, similar to us, a lot of guys got some, a couple guys got some carries. Nobody really stood out. They actually ended up having negative yards rushing because they had, I guess, enough sacks and enough people to, you know, I don't know if they had a fake punt or something. Uh, they do have one receiver who had seven catches, 68 yards on Saturday, Michael Matheson. So uh, maybe he'll be somebody that the defense has to zone in on. I was looking up that quarterback DJ Irons on rivals earlier. He was a Juco, I guess, a year or two ago. And 
as a two-star rated coming out of high school as a dual threat had some interest from you know a lot of the max schools and lower level schools i think he what was he originally committed to eastern kentucky so you know yeah nothing if you know 13 for 13 last week transfers to against us we'll see we'll find out the defense hopefully has his game tape enough to get prepared for him because it looked like you know after last Saturday, the whole whole offense, defense, special teams really has a lot of looking into the mirror. And, you know, if you really jump ahead on the schedule, uh, two weeks from now is Wagner. Or no, two weeks from now is Boston College for us. That's the first home game of the year. And then the following week is Wagner. So if you beat Akron, you lose to BC, which, you know, I'd love to beat BC. But if I'm being realistic after watching us against Rutgers, I'm not definitely not betting on us. And that was another thing. People are asking me, like, do you take the points on Saturday? 14 was a lot of points. And I thought, you know, maybe we lose by 10, at least cover. Obviously, I wanted us to win outright. Yeah. Rutgers covered about four times. So I was wrong on that one. Uh, but yeah, so BC, I would say might, you know, unless Akron, we look so, so good that we really did turn it around and maybe Saturday was a fluke, but um, Boston College probably a loss and then Wagner should be a win so you could be two and two at the end of the month it's not great but not you know it's not the end of the world like hey we're you know <laughs> having the board of trustees vote on canceling the program which did happen about 15 years ago when probably our last 60 point loss happened um, if you really want to jump ahead after Wagner the next game uh, is Memphis and I think that actually is homecoming so if you beat Wagner and you have some momentum going your homecoming uh, game and you got a good turnout and good crowd, who knows, maybe you, I don't want to say, I don't see how good Memphis is up at that point. Um, I don't know if it'd be considered an upset or maybe they're, you know, looking at a one and three team or one and four team at that point. And who knows? Well, I'm jumping way, way ahead. Uh, part of that's probably just because I don't want to even talk about uh, Saturday. Um, so, yeah, let's go. Go Owls, Rod Carey, turn it around. Um, and I just, yeah, I, it was bad. Everything that could go wrong just did. And I didn't want that to be the, you know, how the season started. I really had high hopes for Mathis, and it's a shame that it looks like he'll miss maybe a couple weeks and really, uh, I don't want to say stunt his growth, but hurts. Uh, having you know everybody seemed to really really rave about them and it'll be interesting to see if they go justin lynch i don't know if they've announced that officially yet for this upcoming saturday i'm recording this wednesday night i'm probably just going to release it uh you know late wednesday night uh so you guys can listen to it early thursday morning on your drives to work and give you a couple couple extra uh give you an extra hour or two to listen to it before saturday but, yeah, that's all I got for you guys tonight. Uh, like I said, first solo episode, about 20 episodes. So in between the the crap loss and just everything, <laughs> there's a cricket actually in my basement. It just went off. So I'm going to take that as my sign to, uh, to, to close out on that since I'm, the crickets aren't even giving me an applause. I feel like I'm in a bad comedy. Um, Anyway, as always, guys, I will be back.